This episode is brought to you by Wellforce, offering business consulting and IT solutions for the hybrid workforce. Online at wellforce.ai. Thank you for listening to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit girlswhodostuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that. Welcome to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. I am Sarah Madras. And I am Jenny Midgley. And this is the show where you come as you are with the courage to speak up and tell a better story. Today in the studio, well, virtually, we have Katrina Aronson. And she and I met in a clubhouse room and geeked out over digital marketing. And so we connected and said, let's do a podcast swap. Yes. And here we are. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is so fun. Super excited. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. People tell us all the time. They're like, that was the most fun podcast I've ever been on. And I'm like, yes. Do you get that all the time too? Winning. I know. We can't guarantee much, but we can guarantee you're going to have a good time. And Sarah is not, is the most modest person you've ever met. I actually am. (laughs) I'm just going to own that we are fucking hella fun. All right. We are hella fun. All right. Let's take our hella funness and get the show rolling. Katrina, tell us about yourself and what you do and your show. And we'll just start throwing questions at you. All right, cool. So I am Katrina. I am a marketing led business coach. I work with creative uh, entrepreneurs all over the place that are past that initial launch phase and that want to grow their business to new heights. And marketing is my lens. I also have a podcast, which is Through the Marketing Lens. And we talk all about all things uh, marketing. Basically what I do, the reason I do it is because I'm, I had small businesses myself. I grew them. I was scrappy about it. And I really fell in love with marketing because it was a way to actually move your business forward. And that is, that's where it all comes from. Awesome. Love it. Tell our listeners what you mean by that initial launch phase. Obviously, in the very, very beginning of your business, you're going to need to set up your LLC or however you decide to actually get yourself set up. And you need to figure out what social media platforms you want to be on. And that's that kind of messy phase. I do have a course for all of that. Yes. But I typically work with people who are past that gritty phase. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. They got the, the, their the feet basics. underneath them. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's and they're amazing. ready to. They're in the growth phase. Up level. Yeah. You got yeah. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got it. Love it. So tell us about your scrappiness. What other businesses did you start? Yeah, we are right there. I could see it. <laughs> so I come from the corporate world. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And. <laughs> corporate finance and followed my dream went after working um, in fashion. So I left, I started taking all these classes and started a jewelry line. There's a lot of like pieces in between that worked for a boutique first, learned how the whole industry worked and then started a jewelry line and started selling wholesale, figured out that whole model and then realized, Hey, I want to make more money. I want to open a retail store as well started the retail side, opened a boutique for women. So I learned a lot of the things about getting into community and also wanting to sell, get big enough that I'm selling across the United States or even beyond that. And I had to figure things out completely as I went. It was messy to say the least, but it was really fun. And I figured out the ways that I needed to lean in what worked for my personality, the ways I wanted to show up and what felt really good. And that's where I fell in love with marketing because 
that's what marketing is. It's about connecting in ways that actually allow you to shine, right? Whether that's your business or yourself. So when you say marketing in ways that speak to you, tell us more about that. Yes. So that is my jam. I think that marketing feels really hard to a lot of people. There's so many different facets to marketing. So we tend to find someone else that's doing what we want to do and then just copy them. And that's not always going to feel in alignment with who you are as a person. Maybe they're really good at speaking in public. And so you think that's something that you need to do to get your face out there. While that is a great strategy for them, it may not be for you, right? We don't have to carbon copy someone else who's done it before us. We need to find the ways that feel really good, that allow us to have conversations like this that feel really good to you and to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I have a podcast as well, which I mentioned, and I do it because I freaking like it. So it's a way where I get to show up and shine and have authentic conversations like this. But it took me a long time to get to that place of, oh, I can just lean into the things where I'm actually good. I still get really uncomfortable, by the way, which is super important. But once I figured out that and I realized I don't have to like outsource a million dollars worth of stuff and do everything and be in all the platforms, I can just lean into the places that I'm really good and grow with that. That's where I had a lot of aha moments. And I guess the message is you don't have to feel like you're completely lost every single day. You can feel like at least you're being your authentic self and the messy is just part of the deal. Gotcha. Yep. Oh, I love that. And so it's funny because I just gave a um, presentation on content marketing this morning in another group. And, and obviously, like, I'm not in a group. Why did I say that? No, that was weird. In a, in, a, in a networking <laughs> group, platform. I gave a presentation and it was, I, my t- I talked about marketing and whatever. And there, at the questions at the end, like people were asking, what is the ratio that you talk about, like your failures versus your successes? Or like, how often should I, like, when should I talk about this? Or whatever. And like my response to everybody, like the first response back was like, what's in alignment for you? (laughs) What's in alignment for you? And they, by the end of it, they were like, I'm sensing a pattern. And I'm like, because that's the, the reality is you have to start with what is in alignment for you and your business and then grow from there. Somebody was asking about, I used to stutter and I still have struggles with the stutter and people, and I've only, I don't really talk about it, but I don't, and I only talk about it when I feel like I, and I was like, stop right there because it's not about feeling like you're ready to talk about it. It's understanding and being intentional about sharing that story because what will have an impact on someone else. Yes. And I think that's a, a, a huge distinction, right? Mm-hmm. First is what is your intent by sharing the story? Are you sharing it for you of like your purge and like to fulfill a need or is it a verbal want vomit? With, right. Mm-hmm. Is it a need or a want within you? And if that's the case, then probably not right. the platform to share things because right. that's about you. If, share that with your coach or your therapist or yeah. your friends. If you're sharing something with the intent of, I feel like this will be impactful for someone else mm-hmm. because someone else will connect with it mm-hmm. and they'll have takeaways and ahas and they'll have growth from it too, like I've had growth from it, then share away. Yep. I yep. love this. That What came up for me there was... Maybe you guys have read about this. Brene Brown um, talks about vulnerability, obviously, a lot. 
And one of her things is, you guys are laughing. You're... <laughs> What what is happening? What is happening? I'm so sorry. And I was like, I was trying to hold it in. And then I saw her in the screen. I was like, fuck, I'm done. Sarah is a Brene Brown certified daring way facilitator. All right. All right. So like, she's been on calls with her. I've gotten texts of like, Brene just said my name. Oh my God. And like, yeah. Oh my God. I, I want to be you. Right? I live and breathe the vulnerability. I know. We're it's like, that's bones, our, like, and that, the laughter was like more of she gets us. Of like, she's our mm-hmm. people. And and we're going to clue her in to the fact that we talk about this shit all the time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is like my, my love language. I'm so happy right now. Yes. But what you just said, so I'm going to repeat a million things that you know, but what you just said is that's the lens you have to look through, right? Is it for you? Are you doing this to fulfill something in yourself? Or are you doing this because it's actually serving someone else? That mm-hmm. is beautiful if that's why you're showing up Mm -hmm. but you know that three by three card that she talks about yep Mm -hmm. Uh, square squad yep oh like that is that's another lens so let's explain that for our listeners who may not be as immersed in the Brene world sorry sorry about that yeah Yeah, three by three Um, so the way that I remember it is that if you are if there is something that you need to share or get advice about there is a card that you should put inside of your wallet that is about three by three, which will have all of the names of the people that you should trust in this situation. So those are the people that's your therapist, your coach, your best friend, blah, 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 that you're going to ask or share these intimate moments with in my worlds. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really true in this scenario, too. If you're showing up as a thought leader or a brand that's not the space where you necessarily are going to put out your verbal vomit. Now, look, if you're an influencer and that's your route, cool, cool. But if we're talking about as a business, that's not that's not where we're showing up as leaders. Right. right? right. Yeah. Right. And I, what I love about that, too, to take that one, the square squad one step further is it's also those are the people who is opinion and feedback you listen to. Yep. And so it's very clear of like, you're not on my list. And so I am not open to your influence. Thank you. Have a nice day. And you can take people on and off your list. Like I have literally, because people go through their own experiences and I've had people very close to me who are going through life evolutions. Yes. Things are happening. And and they're like, and I'm like, oh, we are no longer in alignment and I I have to take you off the list. And so the things you're saying can't influence me anymore because they're so out of alignment. I think that the past five years has made a lot of people reevaluate their three by three list. Yes. Yeah. When you say five years, what is that? Is that referring to anything in particular? Are we thinking beyond COVID? Are you going politics there? I'm going entire cultural shifts there. Okay. Like I think that like since, and uh, now it's six years because it's 2021. It's all just a fucking blur. Yeah. That I think that we've seen I'll even say the past decade, we've seen a shift in so many different things Mm -hmm. that I think is run parallel with social media and digital Mm -hmm. space and the ability to call things news that are no longer news. Mm -hmm. When I grew up, we watched the news Mm -hmm. and it was people reporting things that happened or we read, my dad reads the uh, Washington Post cover to cover every day. Mm -hmm. That's, oh no. He, he collects like when they go away and then they come back, like he goes through all the, like I can't, and anyway. And like, that's the news, right? Like it's not, and now people take opinion as new, like it's this whole 
whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that we've seen that and we're living in it. We're trying to figure out how to effectively, especially if you're an entrepreneur or a sales professional or a business owner, whatever, like you're trying to fit yourself in this box where you have to present yourself a certain way to attract the people who you want versus before where it was like, I'm a go to people's drugstore because that's where I've gone my entire life and it's up the road. And I trust that, that it's no longer this like amorphous faceless business. It's the people. Mm-hmm. And so when you're looking at the past five, six, 10 years, it's this shift from taking the, just like from the uh, a needs and wants perspective to a, like what feels right? What feels good? Right? Like how do I present myself? Who do I want? Who do I want in my circle? Right. Who do I want on my card? Well, and who do and I want to give my money to? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't you think part of that comes from the fact that everything you're talking about in this shift has left us like very lonely. And so we just, we crave connection more than anything mm-hmm. else. So we're looking for our, our people, mm-hmm. right? Subconsciously, constantly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yep. Yeah. And I think, how have you seen marketing shift in the last 10 years? A lot. I think I speak a lot to working from the local community and growing from there, depending on where you are in your business. And part of the reason I do that is because I think the connection, if you can nail that locally, you can grow from there. And it's so hard if you go the opposite direction because it's so noisy and it's mm-hmm. so disconnected and it's so – I think people lose their identity because they see what other people are doing so obviously now. Right. And yeah. we might not even mean to. I try not to scroll, but I get lost in the scroll and I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. how are they doing that so quickly? We yeah. didn't have that before. It was just like the store next to you and – they seem to be doing well, but it wasn't so obvious. And we weren't necessarily talking about $60,000 months. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys know. It's just competitive in a different way, yep. which I think from a psychology perspective, it really gets to us on every level, like the anxiety and mm-hmm. all of that. Well, it's a shame trigger. It's a shame trigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it. what it leads to is a lot of that. And I see it all the time in my photography groups and, and like... How do you guys, what are the best, I think that it's bred a lot of this. What are the best ways to blank? Mm -hmm. Fill in the blank. What are the best ways to grow an audience? What are the best ways to market your business? What, what are the best ways to run mini sessions? What are the best ways? Best might be different for you. Exactly. But that's, and that's the key, right? Mm -hmm. That people are not even cognizant of the way that they're asking the question Mm -hmm. is going to screw them from the start. Right. Because what is best for Katrina is not going to be the best for me. So it should be, what is the best way for me as a certified Dare to Lead facilitator to market to no. large organizations for their leadership teams to bring no. me in to do Dare to Lead? No, that take would be a the word question. best. No, take best out of it. Why? Like, no, because the question is, how should I connect with my audience in a way that will help me grow my business? Essentially, we're saying the same thing. No, we're not saying the same thing. (laughs) We just said that best is a shame trigger. Asking the question. So, no, best for that person. And when I say what the person who I am as the person and what my goal is, then yes, we can figure out the best route from point A to point B that's in alignment with who I am as a person. But it starts with the how we are not. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am. I'm going to die on that fucking hill. I am dying on that fucking hill. We are not saying the same thing. So I would say, how should I? How can I approach this in the in a way that's going to help support my business goals? Yes, we're saying the same thing. I'm just. Like, <laughs> I'm like. She <laughs> I'm wondering, do you need a referee here? Like, right. I'm happy. To- <laughs> no, I know. We're I really saying the same thing. I actually have a really question. But I want to. I want to take best out of it. That's the thing. Okay. I just want to take best out of it. I will take the word best out of it for you, love. I appreciate you. <laughs> so you had another question. Sorry. So I, I do. Care. I have another question. In regards to what Jenny's to Jenny's point of the shift that's happened in the last ten years, right? From a marketing perspective, mm-hmm. what is your opinion on? companies and how they speak up or how they show up and how in these times, right? The civil unrest of how many businesses are speaking up and saying what their beliefs are, what their values are of, yes, I back the blue and yes, I back Black Lives Matter. And yes, I like we, it's not a one or the other. I can have both Mm -hmm. of how are you seeing businesses show up in the marketing space on those kind of things, on those hard topics? Yeah. So I actually just had a conversation about this yesterday and it's so hard. It is so hard because we are being asked to reveal a lot of ourselves that we were able to keep private before. And it's really a conversation with a, what do you want from this? Because something you mentioned before is the way that we're showing up now is really to attract the right people. So do you want that for your business? And if you're a personal brand and you're showing up, let's say, as a coach, then it might be beneficial to you to actually say those things. But with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? We're going to probably see a lot of pushback. Mm -hmm. But I am all for Truly, people being, and if your business is a personal brand, that might feel like an extension of you being real to who you are if there is thought and analysis that goes into it. If you are doing this because you feel heated in the moment, and I do see a lot of personal brands do that and just start sharing things, and then it gets into this back and forth and lots of DMs and I'm exhausted and the Honestly, it can trigger a lot of people and they go on these like spirals and then they disappear from social media for like weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. So no to that. Mm-hmm. However, I think every brand should and can stand up for the things that they believe in if it's really strong for their brand. Where I think a big mistake happens is that we identify as our brands and sometimes we're not. Right. So that's a little bit confusing. But if you are selling photography, you're selling photography lessons and you don't really care who you're working with, you're not necessarily your brand. You're showing up as a filtered version of your brand. So your feelings don't have to be in it. Do I have very strong opinions? Yes. And if you are my friend, you better freaking believe you're going to know all the things. But I don't show up in my brand that way. Mm-hmm. I, I talk about the things that matter in marketing. I talk about how to get a little bit more clear. I talk about your client. I don't talk about mm-hmm. the politics and stuff. It doesn't right. mean I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what you guys think about that. I'm super well, interested. So there's two things. Number one, I say all the time to my clients, you can be personal without getting private. 
You don't have to sacrifice your privacy to get personal, however you want to phrase it, number one. So that's one thing that I remind people of frequently, mm-hmm. right? Like you can just get personal by talking about your day or talking about your kids or your animals or your partner or your daily, whatever. Like you can, there are ways that you can tie in those personal elements so that you can create those connections and attract the right people. That's number one. Number two, I think that there's a big difference with when you are a filtered version of your brand, when you have, when you can present yourself in a space like that versus when, if you are a, coach or, and I have uh, conversations with Scott Moore about this all the time because he's a transitional business coach. And his thing is, I don't want to work with people who are not aligned with my own core personal values because we get intimate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he has people that work with him for three, five years on an ongoing basis where like shit's going to come up. And when you work with somebody on that intimate level, that you want them to be in alignment with what your own personal core values are and and you may not want to and 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 you have to be okay with saying no to those people right like i could teach photography and i could take somebody's picture regardless of what their yeah, but personal it, beliefs are but if i'm going to if a kkk member was like take my picture I'm gonna you say would no. be like no thank you i'm going to say no thank you so i was like <laughs> But no, because, but that's, but you, you uh, hold on, hold your horses. But right. So if somebody approached me and was like, like somebody can just schedule a studio headshot and I can take their picture and I don't have to, and it's, it is what it is because those are the quickie minis, whatever. But if somebody hires me to do branding for them, mm-hmm. like I'm going to look them up and I'm going to, and I'm going to have a conversation with them and determine if we're a good fit mm-hmm. because my y'all have met me. <laughs> I have trouble with filters Mm -hmm. and that, but that's part of who I am. And I will say if you're racist or intolerant or prejudiced or whatever, I may not be the best photographer for you because I get real with people. Mm -hmm. I create intimate connections with people because connection is one of my core values Mm -hmm. And I want to support that through my business. I want my business to support that through me. So it's... When you said that, it made me think of a recent interaction with the business that I was working in. And I... Because I work with teams. And so they're looking at me and they're like, what do you think? Wouldn't you feel this way? And I was like, it doesn't really matter what I think or if I would feel that way because I don't work here. (laughs) It matters what you think and what the culture is like for you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and obviously if you're looking at me going, well, what do you think? Don't you think that this isn't, it means that you think something is wrong with the culture that's happening here. Mm -hmm. And so that is valid. Like you don't need me to agree with you in order for your point of view to be valid in order for your experience to be valid. Right. Like in order for your feelings to be valid, because we know that feelings are neither good nor bad they just are (laughs) every show i gotta get it at once so i I got a question because i think this is fascinating as the list of as we get further and further polarized as a country the list of things that like are common sense like i'm not gonna take a headshot of the guy in the kkk hood (laughs) i think that's like a pretty broad amount of people are gonna be like yep down with that but there's this growing divide from republican to democrat yeah do you guys see it starting to come in? Like, I can't work with somebody who has different political yes. beliefs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I see it. And I like for me, and let's just take right where we are right now. This is being recorded in August of 2021. 
I almost said 2020. I what know, the fuck? Because it's a blur. August 2021. Right. So we're in now we're past just plain COVID and we're now into the Delta variant. And I will I have made it a point and I have been quietly vocal about it, but I won't I don't want to hang out with you unless I know your vaccination status. And I if I even if I do know your vaccination status, if you're not in my bubble, I don't want to be indoors with you. Mm-hmm. I still see- want to be outside with you. you I know your vaccination status. You need to see my card? I know your vaccination status. Because I like I have children who cannot be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And I have family members, like my mom's making us go get COVID tests before we, and she's not making us, she asked us to. And I'm happy mm-hmm. to make that concession. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a really easy way to illustrate this is where we're at. What are your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm seeing that. So I'm in Florida. She's country. Y'all. That's basically what it is. Florida's like the fake South. I don't know what Florida is, but it's not. Uh, it's a very confused place is what it is. <laughs> at what part? Where are you at in Florida? Because I'm from Florida. So I'm, I am in Jupiter, which mm-hmm. is like right by Palm Beach area. Yeah. So I feel this is a very 50-50 split area. Mm-hmm. And if I was like watching this from outer space, it would be fun. But to be in it is, but it's an experiment, right? That's what it feels like to me. What's going to go down? Yeah. yeah. It's a great word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, and we're watching it from outer space because we're not yep. in Florida. Yeah. And so we're all going. Yeah, we're the ones in outer space, though. This is good weird. Girl. Like, it's just <laughs> weird. And I look at it and I'm like, because as somebody who believes in science mm-hmm. and understands how viruses work, and I just have a cursory, like, I worked in hospitals. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was pregnant with my kids, I wouldn't go into the rooms where the patients had C. diff. Because of the risk factor to me, even if I was masked because of the way that the spores live on surfaces, like it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. But it's just that level of, and I have like the basic knowledge, right? Like I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. And I have basic knowledge and I understand that I'm going, I can protect myself and my family by taking the magic shot. Mm -hmm. And nowhere else in this universe can you just be like, bibbity bobbity boop, I'm going to stab you in the arm and you're going to prevent you from dying yeah vaccines are the only thing that does that Mm -hmm. so for me it's very confusing it's very hard and i make it known (laughs) you just did you just did yeah i was like so her marketing is essentially (laughs) that (laughs) we have a mask mandate again here so i had two clients come in yesterday and i was like i left i went to go get lunch yesterday and the carrot in our town here the mask mandate went in at five o'clock on wednesday I went into a restaurant nearby to go grab a salad yesterday. None of the staff were wearing masks. I turned around and walked out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, screw y'all. Like, mm-hmm. you, no, don't breathe on my food. I wore a mask during a 60-minute workout class that I did with my wife. And about 20 minutes in, it, it adhesed itself to my face. <laughs> and I was, like, like hiding and, like, grabbing air real quick. Like, <gasps> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that, and I, yeah, I wore a mask yesterday when clients came in because I was like, I'm going to protect, do my best because I don't know. It's, right? yeah, it's so crazy. It's honestly though, like the mask thing, I think this is like a beautiful way to see how people react to certain things because we're talking about are people separating Democrat, Republican, mm-hmm. 
I actually that's don't. Not next. Right. I can work with Republicans. I yeah, cannot yeah. work I with intolerant, people unmovable right. people. Right. I really don't. I don't know if you're a Democrat or Republican, but if you right. are not respectful enough of me and my children, yeah. then I can't work with you. Right. So, like, different than what are you? Like, I can make assumptions, but I don't right. actually know. Right. right. Um, but an intentional pillar in what. I do is that I share pictures of my kids and they happen yep. to be wearing masks. So you best believe that mm-hmm. people are going to recognize. So it's it's more of a subtle undertone, but right. yeah, it's intentional. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we like Ooh. last summer when when I like we'll put graphics on the girls who do stuff page. So we believe Black Lives Matter, science is water is life, all no human is illegal. Like we'll put those things out there because it is, it's a subtle way to be mm-hmm. like, we are that's not subtle. Yeah. That's it's not subtle. It's not Just an over. Saying. No. That's doctrine. Yeah. Right. I'm like, that's not. I was like, I want to hear other subtle ways that you're doing that. I, right. That was so interesting to me. Tell me other ways that you do that, please. Mm. You don't think like the social media graphics are subtle? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no. I love that, though. I think maybe that's just a testament to how strongly you feel. About or like the extreme measures, the fact that you're getting out there and saying, I want to know your vaccine status, Mm -hmm. that Black Lives Matter seems small to you, right? But I I hear you. So other ways, I think it's a lot to do with who you are aligning with. So a lot of collaborations, if you're really intentionally putting yourself in alignment with people who are very vocal, that's a nice way because you're going to weed people out. People go down that rabbit hole. They're going to say, who did she just do that with? And then they're going to see that person is very this way. And it's a it's an immediate unfollow for me if you're aligning yourself with someone who is completely out of alignment with my views. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. But now I'm like, oh, crap, because I just agreed to be on a a guest on a lady's show. But I didn't look to see what her freaking values and views are. I was like, you're talking about relationships and connection. I'll be on your show. But this is like, this so speaks to how opposite Sarah and I are when it comes to the digital space. Because immediately I go... I don't even go to LinkedIn because I don't want you to see that I've looked at your profile. I'm going to look at Facebook first. I'm going to check you out on Instagram. I'm going to see what your what Google says about you. I mean, I did I'm going to do like that whole rabbit hole and I'm going to go do my research and mm-hmm. dig my way out. And then, and that's as we're talking, and then I'll either say, yeah, this is great. I think this is amazing. This would be a great collaboration. Or, hey, you know what? I don't really have the bandwidth for this right now, but can I get back to you later? But I do the same thing with people who approach me to be guests on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here's our guest questionnaire. You fill out an application so that we can vet them. But then you're just like, we made connection. Woohoo! Let's do it. But I also it never think- occurred to me for my brain to go that far right. until you just said it. Can so you also you. like maybe not market it as if you went on her show and you realized she was super out of alignment. I just wouldn't blow up the fact that you were on her show. Thank right. you. Thank you Thank for that. Because that happened here where Jenny brought on some chick and I was <laughs> seething in the studio when this, thing. Oh, God. yeah. Thank God she yeah. was virtual. Because I'm sitting here and I'm like feeling the blood yeah. boiling and all I the love things. how you just said Jenny, but somebody <laughs> recommended her for the show. <laughs> and she seemed nice when I met with her and she was in alignment for the most part. It wasn't until she got deep in the weeds that I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but and so I literally was just, it got to a point in the show where I was like, 
I just have to be quiet because nothing positive is going to come out of my mouth. And so I just stopped talking. I never shared the episode. I never talk about the episode. I'm like, that didn't happen. I, I blacked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truth. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Or, or when you were saying other subtle ways, I think a great way on that same thing is if you do, and I, I do this all the time, sharing content from other people that mm-hmm. it, they're obviously this way. So I'm not the one saying it, but I'm sharing something that you guys put out that was like Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it just, it, and believe me, those people who are out of alignment with that, they unfollow. Yeah. Yep. Are you guys worried that this might go too far? I'm trying to think of, I was raised, uh, I wasn't raised, but I went to church and then I got overly religious on my own accord. And there were some things that I had to unlearn that Mm -hmm. I did incorrectly when I was younger. One of those things was like, I couldn't be seen associating with something that was bad because it was, it was saying that I agreed with it. So like in that extreme case, like I couldn't go see a movie where somebody had a drink Mm -hmm. because then I'm saying drinking is okay. (laughs) And movies are just supporting Hollywood and their views don't match with my views. And so I can't even go to a movie. Do you guys think that this is going to spiral out of control? I don't because I want to lean into the things I don't know. So I'm like, talk to me more. Tell me more. Help me understand. Just at the beach for family vacation. You can't talk to them more if you're not having them on a guest because they're not in alignment. But that, I would still have him on as a guest because I want to understand more. Well, but there's a difference between like overtly having or, or having an overt conversation about that challenges your beliefs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like we that's what the whole premise of American History X. Right. Like how and all of the how do you unlearn those things? Right. How do you recognize that there's other ways of being and the, and there's. Other ways of being, there's other ways of learning, there's other viewpoints. And yeah. it, so to me, it's not a good, bad, right, wrong, all, nothing. I just, if you have a different viewpoint, I want to understand you. Mm-hmm. I want to understand where your viewpoint comes from. Mm-hmm. Why is that your experience? Right. I want to understand your heart, your soul. And But you have to be able to have a connection with that person first before you're willing to do that. You know what I mean? There are people that I just, I've probably written off just because like on the surface, it's, you don't represent my values. Mm-hmm. I don't like what you're saying. I don't like how you're presenting your business. See, it makes I don't... me want to lean in more every time. I'm like split. I don't know. There has to be, like, I have to know that there's going to be something redeeming about you. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so where are you at? I'm like, I'm trying to circle it back to you. This is so interesting. So I, 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 this made me think of this commercial. I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was like a commercial where people got together. They didn't know each other's views on anything and they built ikea furniture and so they had to go through this like crazy experience together and then they sat them down and said you believe in this and you believe in Mm -hmm. this and they were able to have a really open discussion because they already liked each other Mm -hmm. they already went through something together so i do feel very connected to what you said if i meet someone and i don't know that they are out of alignment with me then i am very open to have conversations. However, yep. if I meet someone and immediately it is that I shut down. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I wish I was bigger yeah. than that, but I'm just, well, not. and I think that I was really interested. It was, it's making me think of Ali Velshi did a series on MSNBC where he like literally like he went around the country and sat down people who mm-hmm. believe different things and created this opportunity for those conversations to happen and it was very interesting to watch. I think watching those focus groups play out is 
Well, it brings you know. compassion instead of hate. Yes. You can still yeah. disagree, yep. but instead of it being hate, you can have compassion. And I, I think that like, I think where there's room for growth and learning, and this is why I don't think it can, it, there, there are going to be extremes on either end. Yes, it can go too far, but I think as a whole, it's not going to go to answer Joe's question. Right. I don't think it's going to go too far because I think there will always be these opportunities for growth and compassion and empathy if you're willing to bring Sarah in and teach it to you. <laughs> you see what I just did there? I, I do took, see what you just I, did I there. I took a page out of her marketing strategy. That was that she... not subtle. <laughs> that was. I thought that was brilliant. That uh, was brilliant. Wellforce, offering business consulting and IT solutions for your hybrid workforce. Do you need business process evaluations and solutions to streamline your workflows? A technology assessment, including security and managed services to optimize performance, or solutions to create a seamless hybrid workplace experience. If that's you, Wellforce has a growing team of affiliates to support your organization's move to hybrid. Visit wellforce.ai today. Marketing is being connected and, and yep. compassion. And you're just trying to connect with the people that are in alignment with your brand. So yes. it's all, it is a beautiful thing if you let it not feel so salesy, right? Like so yep. yucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. All right. So Katrina, tell our listeners where they can find you and your, and your podcast. I live on Instagram, Katrina Aronson underscore consulting. And there's all the things about what we just talked about, connection and marketing and tons of resources there to get really clear for you. Fantastic. So the podcast is tagged on there. It's it's okay. through the marketing lens. Connect with us at girlswhodostuff.com. Subscribe to our email list for fun announcements and leave us a review. It helps other people find our stuff. We would be so grateful to you for taking those actions so we can get this out into the world and change more lives. I am Jenny Midgley. I am Sarah Madras. And, and you, you do, do you, boo. boo. We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and follow us on social media.